Success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining us today. We have the amazing, amazing Cheldon Bartlett Rumor. And Cheldon is CEO and executive producer. And we brought her here today because she is the encore to the She's Invincible launch day. Woo, we're so excited. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so looking forward to this. I mean, you are the highlight of my day, my friend. Oh my gosh. And you are the highlight of my day and my life. You bring me so much joy and, en and encouragement. And I love the work you're doing. And I couldn't think of a better way to share everything that you are and that you do and your team and oh. your message to the world than to bring you here as our launch day encore. Yes. When I think of Invincible, I think of you. Oh, thank you so much. I think of Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so, and that means a lot to me because, you know, this entrepreneurial journey is in fact a journey. So to, to still be standing is, is a thing in and of itself. So for sure. That's right. That's right. So listen, tell me and tell our listeners a little bit about your journey so they can get to know you a little bit. For sure. For sure. So in the most recent, um, in this new space, I just so, you know, as who I, it is that I am, I'm the executive producer and host of the, this is it network. So it started out solely as a digital talk show in which I interviewed one to four people each and every day. I'm from our studio here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And what has happened over the course of the last year and a half is that we have really matured into not only my digital talk show, but producing 14 other additional talk shows for inspiring women um, throughout the region. And so it's just been a wonderful thing. It all started with me creating a digital agency in 2009 called IG Creative. Um, I created that agency after working years within the hospitality marketing space, where I was working for large-scale casino and hospitality groups such as Borgata Hotel, Casino and Spa in Atlantic City, to fast-serve bars and restaurants such as East Coast Saloons, McFadden's Restaurants. So I went anywhere from dealing with multi-million dollar budgets to beer and chicken wing budgets, right? And so the goal was to really understand the importance of experiential marketing, whether your budget is, again, multi-million dollar or whether you have $200 for postcards, flyers, or email blasts, the same applies, is how do you provide an experience versus simply providing a product or service. And so when I started my own agency, my goal was to be able to help small business owners, primarily women, in doing the same, understanding their features and benefits and what they bring to the table. The major issue in that was the majority of small business owners, primarily women, came to me in what I called a whisper 
right? They would come to me saying, you know, I have a bakery and I want to be the next Mrs. Fields, but I really don't want to talk about my cookies. I really don't want to share anything on social media. I don't even really know anything about building a website. And frankly, do I really need one? So they were functioning with big goals and aspirations, but they weren't executing upon those goals and aspirations with any sense of confidence. And so what I did was while we were getting them ready for PR and marketing opportunities, um, I studied media and communications at LaSalle University here in Philadelphia. Um, and I've always loved television and television as a medium. And it was so super important for me to, to incorporate that into the agency work that we were doing. But we were booking these women on Fox Good Day locally. And we were booking them on the Today Show if they were lucky enough. But I was petrified that they would have the opportunity to speak on air and not have the words leave their lips, right? They would not be able to, with confidence, share the features and benefits of what they've worked so hard on. So I pulled the camera out of my dusty desk drawer and we set it up and we just did a, what we did, a dummy interview where I faked as being a reporter um, and asked them kind of fake and fictional questions. Um, and I lit up and they lit up and it. this is it TV stemmed from that. I knew at that point that that is exactly what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Um, and, and the muscle that I had, the muscle memory from my collegiate years and wanting to be on television as a young person all kind of really came to life again. And then even more importantly, the subject in which I was interviewing found their voice. And that for me was so amazing. So I really decided that I would really dedicate my career to encouraging people to no longer whisper their wishes, but in fact, scream their dreams. So that's really what I've been doing. And I've been doing that through the production of video content, um, written content through our blog. And then now we're doing podcasts and audiobooks and a lot of really exciting things to give people a voice. I love it. Oh my gosh. Isn't that what it's all about is to give people a bigger platform where they can continue to share their message absolutely. and help other people. Right. So absolutely. I mean, absolutely. we are all connected. Well, let me ask you this. What yes. would you say your one superpower is that makes you invincible? Oh, I love. And so I'm a very unique person. If You know me. Yeah. So I'm a very unique person. And I believe if I were to have a superpower at all, it would be the power. And I believe in a way, I mean, I can call it a superpower or not, but I believe I, I currently possess it, right? In, in a real way. I have the ability to change the energy in a room. So I have the ability to either make those in a room feel really, really awesome, or I can take the energy out of a room right? In a very significant way. So I, as a young entrepreneur, I realized that if my, if I was managing or directing young staff, if I personally, as the owner of the business was not okay, right? If I was not, if I wasn't bringing positive energy, if I was stressed over payroll, if I was stressed over an account or a client's reaction to an action, they could feel it and would in turn, they would not be okay. And so I quickly realized that the temperature in which I possessed controlled the temperature of everyone else that I engaged with. And so now I'm very cognizant of it. And, and if you've been to an event with me, you know, I look and I'm very um, conscious of the energy that I bring to the table, knowing that I have the ability to share my energy with others. And I, I take that responsibility very seriously. So I walk into every room um, as if they need positive energy and I find it my responsibility to provide it. 
That is amazing. Yeah. That is, and I always say that too, is that energy is contagious, right? It is. It is. Yes. And I, I love people understand the power of it um, and how to use it to their, even to their advantage and, and making someone smile, right? You know, you don't know what people are walking in with. And so if you're adding to the chaos, if you're adding to the negativity, if you're adding to the storm, right? If you're bringing the lightning and the thunder to the storm, then the storm just keeps going. But if you're bringing the sunshine, everything changes. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I know that your uh, expertise and your passion is branding. It is. It is. I know. Would it be okay if we talk a little bit about that to share with our listeners today? Of course, of course. And it's really about, for me, again, that Screamer Dream philosophy is about you finding your own independent voice because all of our brands, our personal brands are super, super unique. And I don't think a lot of people, especially in the climate of social media, so many people are aspiring to be other people and trying to follow their road in order to get to where they want to be. But the GPS is different for everyone because you're focusing on your landmarks, your benchmarks, the things that make you unique. And I don't think enough people really hone in on that. So what I encourage people to do, I'm an adjunct professor at Temple University, where I teach undergraduates personal branding. And I'm lucky enough to teach entrepreneurs in various stages of their business, the importance of their personal brand, because people purchase experiences, they purchase personalities, they don't purchase products or services, they can buy any type of toothpaste. But what does Colgate resonate to me. My mother always bought Colgate and Colgate was home for me, right? I didn't go to college and look at, go to the drugstore and say, I'm going to switch it up after 21 years. I just went automatically and purchased what felt right for me, right? Everybody had mint, everybody had fluoride, but what felt right to me and what was that direct connection? Those are the decisions that really make a difference um, in the way people purchase products and services if they're led by personalities and experiences. And so personal branding is the fundamental difference in the success um, of a business, especially in the entrepreneurial space. And do you have some tips that you could share to kind of break it down? Like, for sure. Yeah. Like, sure. How, so how do you me, figure that out? Right. So for me, one of my fundamental exercises is my top three, my key three things is understanding who you are, understanding what you want and understanding why you deserve it. So the who you are is simply that something that cannot be denied or changed or taken from you and owning that space. I'm an African-American female. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a former division one athlete. I'm a college graduate. The things in which you own, right? understanding what those are. Some of us tend to ignore those basic things as assumptions, right? People know I'm a mom. I don't need to talk about it. People know that I'm, you know, a college graduate. I don't need to talk about it. But those things create segments in which, and audiences in which you can share what you've got going on. When I was 21 and I wanted to be in media and I wanted to do all of those wonderful things, I would have never been able to do and create the, the This Is It Network. Because we talk to women between the ages of 30 and 55, a little older, a little younger, but they are really resonating with 42-year-old Sheldon, who happens to be a mother and a wife. They won't be able to resonate with 21-year-old Sheldon. So me identifying who I am and owning that space makes me better at what I'm doing and the uniqueness of it. I think that a lot of people, going back to the, the lady that wanted to start a bakery in that space, you know, 
I had people come on the show on a regular basis and would say to me, hey, Cheldon, like you just had a baker on last week. Maybe you want to wait a couple months before I come on because I'm a baker as well. And I didn't, you know, I don't know if you, I didn't reach out to you because I didn't know if you wanted another bakery. And I say to them, I go, no chocolate chip cookie is the same. No chocolate chip cookie is the same. The person that came on last week shared her grandmother's recipe. Your recipe is vegan. Like there is so much uniqueness to what we all bring to the table because the majority of us are not creating anything new or inventing anything new. The only thing that's new is our take and our personal brand associated with it. So, you know, my goal for everybody is to understand again, who they are, what they want, being really specific on their long-term and short-term goals. And today's morning message was about making it as simplistic as possible for people to receive, you know, and understand what you want so they can give it to you, right? So often we make it so complicated and people are like, I'm not really quite sure what they're selling. I'm not really quite sure how much it costs. I'm not really quite sure where to buy it, right? So you put all this work and effort into your product or service and you've made it so difficult for people to actually take advantage of it. The other piece that is so big on for me right now in particular, um, I've really started coining bragging boldfully, right? And being really bold in the way in which you brag about yourself. Because it's really interesting, especially with female entrepreneurs, um, that we always lead conversations with, I don't want to brag, but... And then we talk about our accolades or I don't want to sound conceited, but these are all the things in which I was, I, I've accomplished over the past 20 years, right? We lead in the negative as if sharing who we are, you know, we have to justify why we would do that as opposed to having, you know, the bravery and the boldness to just brag with confidence about who we are. So again, understanding who you are, what you want and why you deserve it and being able to do so in a way that affords people the ability to have conversations about you in your absence that will get you closer to what you want because your personal brand isn't really about what people say in front of you it's what people say when you're not in the room and how those conversations can really impact your life in an amazing way and so those are the like if you identify those three things and practice those three things and give yourself a statement for each of those three things you'll never have to carry a powerpoint or a resume in your pocket you can just literally state i'm cheldon barlett rumor and I would love for you to watch our show. We've been on for the past five years, who it is that I am, what it is that I want and why I deserve it. So it's really an amazing thing. Wow. That's like a big punch. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What yeah. that was amazing. And you, the point. So uh, tell us yes. about some of the programs that you're offering right now at This Is It TV. Yes. So for us, we always love to have guests on our program. And so we believe in traditional publicity. So to come into our studio never costs a dollar. It's always free for you to be a guest based on time, schedule permit, you know, being permitted um, that you're able to join us. We film live every single morning, Monday through Friday, one to four guests per day. So if you have a story to tell, you submit your request through the website and our team gets back to you. So we always have the ability for folks to be a guest on our show. We also provide the ability to help you create digital content. Again, we want you for conversations to be had in your absence. So video is a really strong way for that to happen. So us being able to create content to support your business or your personal brand is a really amazing way that we can, we can do that for you. So we offer that as well. And lastly, being able to teach professionals, um, 
entrepreneurs and small business owners the importance of personal branding, the importance of knowing who they are, what they want, why they deserve it. So I either give group discussions and group courses or one-on-one courses with me to aid people in having a better understanding, not only of the importance, but the uniqueness of their own voice. So those are the three ways that you can work with us. Become a guest on our show, hire us for content creation. We'd love to be able to help you. Or if you need coaching in the field of personal branding, we'd love to be able to help you. That is fabulous. I love that. So I love to share, and I promise our listeners that we would share with them yes. a, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the yes. reason we do that is because women, especially, tend to compare themselves to yes. other women. Yes. But of course, when we compare, we come up short, right? We yes. compare their strengths to our weaknesses. Yes. We always come up short. We think we we never think we can do what they do because blah, 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 right? Yes. Yeah, fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. blank. Yes, there's always a reason. And so what we want to do in our our show is we want to share with women, successful women who are fierce female entrepreneurs who have created great success, but have also overcome obstacles along the way that they could have given up their dream, but instead they overcame them, they pressed on, and they reached the success that they desired. So we're going to start with the good. I want to sing this song, you know, tell me something good. <laughs> yes, I, so, love it. I know, right? So tell our listeners a story about something good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was an interesting thing. This whole This Is It TV journey has happened very organically just based on the story that I had shared from before about, you know, again, dealing with these really unique and beautiful clients that needed to find their voice. And when we originally started with the show, um, for those of you that watched the show, um, you may have heard me mention and speak to Taquan Allen um, throughout the show on a regular basis. So Taquan has been with us since the new iteration of the program in which we are here Monday through Friday and, and it was a daily show. And when we originally started the program, we were on YouTube. And so, you know, we were doing videos, so why not? YouTube, you know, is where we need to be. And we are still on YouTube, but that was at the time our sole focus is really focusing on YouTube. And Taquan, we were having a hard time. And we were having a hard time converting our loyal community to becoming full-time YouTube viewers, right? We we were utilizing other social platforms in order to drive the traffic to YouTube, but it just wasn't happening. And Taquan and I went to lunch after a full day of shooting, um, or full morning of shooting, I should say. And he said like half, you know, eating, I think we were at Chick-fil-A, half eating, you know, chicken nuggets. He was just like, why don't we just go on Facebook? All of your followers, the majority of your followers are on Facebook. Why don't we just, why don't we just put the show there? and just continued chewing. Very casual in nature. And at that point, the the professor became the student. And I was like, Taquan, that is the best idea you have ever come up with. And I don't think he really even realized the impact of it. Um, And I oftentimes, what I mean that by good, and at that point we changed. We changed from um, focusing on YouTube to focusing on Facebook. And our lives changed dramatically. Um, And it was really about listening to those that in some cases you govern over, right? That was the good in it, right? I could have said, I got this. It's good. I know more than you. I'm more seasoned than you. Taquan Allen is a self-taught videographer, photographer in this space. I could have easily said, my pedigree is is far more vast. I have far more experience. We're going to stay. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do it my way. 
But because I was open, you know, to listening to someone that was brave enough to work with me, our lives changed. And I, and I value him so much for his contribution to what it is that we continue to build and grow. And he, you know, Again, you know, another good of that is that we started at 30 minutes. It was a 30-minute program for commercial breaks. I don't even know if I knew you then, Camp. It was a, it was very much that scenario. It was a long-form program. And then, you know, same thing. He was like, let's break it up. It's too long. No one's watching it all the way through. Let's just do short segments, anywhere from like seven to 10 minutes. Again, casually, I think, again, over lunch. His best moments happen when we're eating. Um, and and he, at that point, he was just very much, you know, and I said, Let's change it. The minute we did that, so changing from YouTube to Facebook and changing from 30 minutes to seven, less than 10 minutes, um, those and listening to a colleague um, and respecting their voice was just an amazing, amazing thing for me. And not all the good ideas come from, from the person sailing the ship. So, you know, th that was definitely an amazing beyond good that has happened to us for sure. Oh my gosh. And just to summarize that, let, you know, break this down for our listeners. It's like Taquan is younger. Yeah. He's yes. much younger, right? Yes. And I think I could be his mom, literally. Uh, me too. I know. Yes. If you're listening to Quan, I love you. <laughs> I I do I do I know. wonderful yes he is and the thing is he he was so ahead of his time yeah. and but but what was great and what you said was that you were open to that a lot of times we are so educated or yeah. we're so in our ego about what we who we are and what we've done that we will not come back down and listen to people yeah. we can learn so much from so many so many so many. And, and a lot of times I think that we're not, we're not going there and we need to go there because yeah. the, these younger people, this younger generation, they're brilliant when it comes to these things, right? Social media, producing, they know where to go. They know where to hang. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. I love that. I yeah, love that. Oh, the hero of the day. Yes. Yeah. He's my hero for sure. Well, and equally though, you two are a powerful match, <laughs> right? Because you were willing, you were willing. And he was brave, I agree, yeah. right? Yeah. He so was brave. brave. He could have easily been like, you figure it out or I'll follow your lead and, and was brave enough to, to step up and say, you know, this is what I think. I mean, again, you know, believe me, you know, I love to say that every idea I, I take, and that's not the case, but being willing to, to be open to the, the various, you know, the various conversations have always like led me in a good path. So it's been a really good thing. And, you know, the other thing I was going to say was, you know, you could have stayed stuck in that YouTube place oh that wasn't serving you and just doing more of it. And I, when yeah. I think about that, I think like that's sometimes why people, women, especially yeah. give up on their dreams is because yeah. they're, they're can they're convinced that this is the way to do it. So they just do more of it. And right. if it's not the right thing, doing more of it isn't going to work. Isn't going to work. Right. Right. So it, it's not that we gave up the show. We just gave up where the show lived. And so it was that those kinds of things and the fluid nature of it, that was so super important and understanding that it was more about the content than the minutia of the detail. It was more about, you know, you know, and for us, you know, Taquan and I, even from the beginning of our relationship, I had said, he's like, I don't know so much. He's like, I'm nervous because, you know, you're putting a lot of, 
you know, onus on me to be able to produce all of this. And I said, listen, this is not going to be pretty. It's not going to be cute. We're not going to have all of the answers. And, 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 and that's okay. As long as we try hard and as long as we show up every day, you know, that's all I can ask of you. And he's above and beyond delivered for me for sure. I love it. He's yeah. such a gift. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was so good. That was so good. So yeah. So now we have to talk about the bad. The bad. So, the, bad. the bad. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, um, as, as extroverted as I am and as, as perceived competent as I seem to be, I do have some insecurities in the nature of what it is that I'm doing and how it is that I run what I run. And so always one of the things that I find myself doing is over overstaffing not that the people that are that work for me are are not skilled or qualified there is a way in order to scale up that is manageable and oftentimes the bad lives in the unmanaged space so when i have opportunity i'm an excitable person and i feel based on the insecurity of what it is that i am building that it becomes safer with more people that I become safer if there's more people around and involved, when in fact it should be about the betterment of the managing of the resources that I have, than really exploiting and getting so many more people involved in which I am unable to manage. And so the bad of me is really that over-promising to really talented young people that I'm incapable of managing based on doing all, or t- attempting to do all things. And I've really put, my, in the past, I've put myself in a bad position of saying, oh my goodness, yes, come on board, help me, help me, help me, and then not really be able to have the resources or the time to manage those people properly. So it's not even that those people are completely not a fit. It's that I did not prepare the business to fit them and for me to receive them, right? And so my insecurity said, oh my goodness, this is only real if it's an office full of people. So I'm going to fill this office full of people, even if I don't have the resources or the, you know, the structure in order to do so. So that leads to a lot of bad conversations and a lot of bad feelings um, in the insecurity of what it is that I have built. And that has to do with my need to only feel as if a business that I'm growing is real, if it is really housing tons and tons of people, right? So like in my mind, an agency is only successful if there's a number of people just buzzing around and doing all of these things, right? But there's really glory and success in the structure of it. And that is a muscle that I'm learning now, right? And I'm saying within the last two years. Um, So this is an evolution that I'm constant, and a muscle that I'm constantly training not to overpromise, not to, you know, scale up too fast, not to, you know, have too much of a, you know, big appetite and not enough room in my stomach, you know what I mean, to be able to fit it all in. And so it's just led to a lot of bad conversations. So, you know, if you can follow that, that's really about leading with the want versus the need. That is great wisdom. Great yeah. wisdom. And I, I know that you're not the only one, right? That that it works through those things and has to navigate sometimes those tricky yeah. things. And the thing is, when we go through the bad, we learn 
right? And and then it's, you know, it's through that learning that we become who we are, and, yes. and right? Yes, yeah. 100%, 100%. And so we don't want to make, you know, I've made a couple of the same mistakes more than once, which, which again, those are light bulb moments where I'm like, okay, this can physically not happen again. Um, and then you go and you find, you find resources um, before it gets ugly. But I think I have a gut feeling that that's what's next. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Take a breath. We're going to share the ugly. The ugly. The um, ugly. I have, and in the most recent years, have come to understand and appreciate the fact that I know what I know and I know what I do not know. And I know, and I really have begun to surround myself with what I'm really good at public speaking, engagement, marketing branding, but there are things and elements of my business and every business that I am not good at and I am not proficient at. And finances and accounting is one of those things. And I lead, I tend to, in in air of the bad, right, follow the bouncing ball, right? So if something interesting comes in my way and someone says, oh my gosh, Sheldon, even though I'm doing an amazing thing as I stand in right here, someone says, oh my gosh, Sheldon, you should be involved in this instead. I find myself following that bouncing ball and becoming distracted. And what suffers is the finance of what is working. What suffers is the management of what is working, the financial dollars and cents of what is working. And oftentimes, I know I'm not alone. If you are uncomfortable in doing something, or if you're not proficient in it, you tend to ignore it. And, and then until it can't be ignored, right? Until it's, it's run you over um, and you are forced to deal with it. And by that time, it's so messy and it's literally on fire and you, you don't have enough buckets of water to put it out. And so finances have always really been a tough thing for me because I am ignorant in that space. It's not something that I'm comfortable in. I'd rather speak in front of, you know, thousands of people than ever open an Excel document. Um, You know, right. It's like one of those things that are just is not a safe and and comfortable space for me. So I've I've been forced to, and, and with good reason, find people that are proficient in that space. But I've only done so because it got ugly. Right. Because I was one of those entrepreneurs or small business people that said, I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And now anybody who works with me, Taquan in particular, knows that if I say I'm fine three times consecutively, that I am no longer fine and that we need to either call an EMT or in an emergency emergency scenario to help me out. Um, so I do my best now to not be in that ugly space. But it got ugly. It got ugly because I ignored it. I ignored what I didn't know. And I thought that I could handle things that I was not equipped to handle. And so now it's about finding and aligning with the right people that can help me in in navigating the things that I'm not capable of. And and I'll be the first one to say, um, you know, from the bad to the ugly, it's the over-promising, not managing the finances led me to some bad and ugly conversations that I'm still kind of working myself out of. But it's one of those things where I think I needed to go through all of that ugly and all of that bad in order to be, make better of the situation. So yeah, it was, finances are tough for me, for sure. You know, it's so true what you just said. We don't learn much when we're winning, right? It's right. yeah, it's when we go down that right. that's when when we learn the most. Yeah. We are the best students when we are face down on the ground. Yes, percent. And I find that you know these these good, bad, and uglies do not define us. They are not 
who we are. They are things that happen. They represent, you know, maybe not our best decisions, but they are not who we are. And we, we decide who we are and we pick ourselves back up and we carry on. And we carry on. Oh and, God, and we are better. We are better for it. And there, I find that there comes a time when we are grateful yeah. for the good, the bad, and the ugly, because it took us where we are. It made us who we've become, and it allows us to make a difference in the yeah. world. Oh, I believe that, too. I believe that, too. That was lovely. Absolutely. 100%. Oh, I do. And I, I can't, I cannot say goodbye to you until we oh. talk about this last thing. Yes. The other day on your morning message, you, you sent a sword to my soul. You were my air hose. I was exhausted. Yeah. I yeah. was, you know, it is not easy to launch a top podcast. No, it's not. It is not easy. And uh, and when you do it, it is exhausting and exhilarating. And I would rather be exhausted from yeah. success, trust me, than rested with mediocre, right? The mediocrity 100%. of the life. <laughs> yes. yes, but you, you talked about this one thing. Could you share that with our listeners? Yes, one of my favorite quotes, and I believe it's anonymous, but one of my favorite quotes is, broken crayons still color. And for me, the minute that I read it, and I think it's been, I guess, eight years ago now, I read it in passing, it was on social media and some, and it literally stopped me in my tracks because one, it's so literal, right? It's such a, yes, I can see the crayon. I can see that it's broken. I can put it on its dull side and I can still use it to physically color something in, inside or outside of those lines, right? And I can and I can physically do that. And so often when we're broken, we feel as if there's no more use for us at that time, in that day, ever, in some cases, that it is, can never be put back together. And so I think that with the broken crayon still colors, it's not that it needs to even be put back together in order for it to function. It's as it is, can still function and contribute as it is with all its scars, with its bad, with its ugly, it can still contribute and function and move forward. And it just becomes something different. It becomes a different size and a different shape, but it still brings about, you know, the the same or different, you know, the same contributions or now even a better contribution because you can use it in a different way. And so for me, when I'm feeling down and I do these morning messages every morning through this is it TV and on our Facebook page. And I, people are like, Oh my goodness, these are so motivating, but there are selfish activity and exercise as well. Because at that moment I was feeling a little broken at that moment. I was feeling as if I wasn't so put together and I needed to remind myself that even in my not so put together state that I could put one foot in front of the other and that I could show up for the meeting and show up to do the morning message and show up and interview guests and still share that energy and that superpower that we discussed earlier, even though I was not as whole as I originally was, I was still whole enough to move forward. And that to me is one of my favorite quotes. So a broken crayon still colors for sure. That is a mic drop moment right there, my friend. Drop the mic. Tell the listeners where they can find you. My darlings. Yes, please follow fan and like us everywhere you see at This Is It TV. Um, And then log on to thisisittv.com for more information on our shows, on my morning talk show, This Is It with Cheldon. And you can also follow me personally, please do, everywhere you see at Cheldon Barlack. 
I love it. Ladies, this is Cheldon Barlett Rumor with This Is It TV. And this is the encore of the She's Invincible podcast launch. Thank you so much. And to our listeners, I don't know where you are today. I don't know where you are in the world. I don't know where you are in your life or your business. But if you are face down on the ground, get back up, girl. Get back up. You can do it. You've got one more fight left in you. You get up and you get running towards your dreams. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you. 